gorgeous soul, welcome to the Sex and the City Hippie Podcast, the podcast for high achievers looking for motivation, inspiration, and raw vulnerability regarding healing, mindset, and manifesting. If you want to break free from societal expectations, heal unwanted subconscious patterns, and manifest a life that sets your soul on fire, then you are at the right address. It is my mission to teach souls like you heal and manifest from their hearts and not from their heads. I am Daniela Cura and as your host, I will bring harmony between our spiritual side and our rational side because I believe that we need both, like a true sex in the city hippie. I am so excited that you are tuning in to today's episode. In this episode, we have a very, very special guest. It's actually the first guest on the Sex and the City Happy podcast. And she is such an honorable one because she has the most mind-blowing manifestation story to tell you. I recorded this podcast with her. However, my audio was not so great. And you know, I, I'm not someone that will do everything to have everything perfect because it's not about having everything perfect it's about getting your message out there and i hope that you stick with me as you watch me grow as your podcast host but because this story is not about me but about her manifestation stories and how she applied the tools that she learned in the Kura manifestation program i am sure that she will motivate you and inspire you the same way that she inspired me to go even deeper into my belief that manifesting can literally come with anything anything it is so mind-blowing all right Tremaine thank you so much for accepting the invitation to come on the sex and the city happy podcast as the first guest thank you so much to come and inspire all of the listeners Tremaine tell us how was it before you started the Kuda Manifestation program? How was your life? Prior to joining the program, I felt that I needed to connect back with my inner self. You know, there was a disconnect mm -hmm. there. I felt lost. I wasn't sure what my purpose was and how to move forward. And not to mention, I had just had my 30th birthday. So that was another like moments and where I had to self-reflect and say, okay, I'm turning 30 now. What does this mean? What all have I accomplished so far? And some of the things that came up is that, well, what is my purpose in life and how am I helping others? Because I feel like that is what my calling is. And that's where I find my greatest happiness is from helping others. And then from a personal standpoint with relationships and stuff like that, it was also of how can I help foster a better relationship that I have with my partner, with my family and with my friends so that there's this feeling of being alone doesn't mm. exist. And mm. that when I want to help others, I'm helping from a filled cup and not an empty cup. So that was like my mental state of mind prior to joining it. So a little confused, a little unsure of what to do, wanted to seek help, but the traditional helps just weren't working for me at that moment. And it's like, all right, what can I do? And then I came across you and all of your programs that you were offering. Yes, I remember how you just asked me, okay, Dani, send me an overview of all your programs. And I was like, but true, I just started. <laughs> 
I was excited. I was like, I am doing this. Like, I love your energy, your vibe, everything you speak. You're just so transparent and honest. And it's like, this is who I want to follow. This is who I want. Guide me. It's new. She's never done it before, but something within me says, just trust, just trust you in this process. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and you trusted. But now the time has come for you to tell us your mind-blowing manifestation story. What did you manifest by applying the tools that you've learned in the Kuda Manifestation program? Oh my God. So throughout this process, like when we very first started, we had to come up with a list of goals or things we want to manifest by the end of the year. So we came up with 10 things and we wrote it down. And every full moon and new moon and somewhat in between with the coaching sessions, we're going through it to see where we are with things. And in one of the coaching sessions, it was a call out of where are you with these goals? And I felt stuck, like nothing wasn't happening really with these goals. It's like, what am I doing wrong? And then you said in our coaching session that you need to be more specific. So then I look back at my goals and I edit it and I said, I would like to be a mom by the end of 2021. Because before my goal was to be a mom, just in general. But I changed it to be a mom by the end of 2021. I wrote that down. I manifested. We went through the visualization. I saw it. And then full moon came around and there was no motherly cycle happening. And I said, uh-oh, what is going on here? <laughs> like, I think something has happened. Because at that point, my cycle got tied in with the full moon and everything. And sure enough, I did a test. And on Father's Day, found out that actually I am pregnant and we are expecting our first child. And I was like, holy crap. My list of people to call, well, it's of course my husband to tell him the great news. But then I was like, I need to tell Danny, like, this, this just happened. This is unbelievable. So manifesting, other things happened, but the one that I want to call out is definitely becoming a mom. And we've been trying for a couple of years, you know, not doing anything out of the way, just trying. But through this program, just letting go and trusting the process and manifesting, yeah. I'm a mom now. <laughs> Holy shit. And right now you're how many months pregnant? I'm five months pregnant now. Oh, yeah. And it's a boy or a girl? It is a girl. And we thought we were going to get a boy because my dreams were all boy related. We had boy names, everything. So it was like, oh, it's going to be a boy. It's another manifestation that this is happening. And then I had one dream of ballerina shoes for girls and I was like oh this is odd I've never dreamt this before and then I like, sat with it and I wrote in my journal and I was like maybe the universe is telling me that I want a boy but I'm getting a girl because that is what I need and I told my husband that he's like no 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 it has to be a boy and I was like I don't know the universe is like telling me something different we'll see what happens and Sure enough, we are getting a little girl. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. Like, Thank you. I get, I, I'm like completely covered in goosebumps the whole time you're telling this story because I mean, I, I get choked up myself because 
I remember the day that you sent me that that voice memo. I remember sending it. I get teared up right now as well. Like you're telling me that you were trying for for three years, and you know you didn't change your schedule even now, and then all of a sudden, like you manifested it, and you're telling me it's a manifested baby, Danny. It's a manifested baby, and I look at the sky and I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, God all of this knowledge that you gave me and all of this energy that you're giving me to give to people can help uh, catalyze this amount of, like, I cannot comprehend. And now I know that it is possible. I I knew uh, Wayne Doyer. He's one of the classics of, of manifesting, which by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, definitely check out his books. And he also had a client that uh, they wanted a baby that IVF second two rounds of IVF and it didn't work and he was like well just act as if you already have a baby and I remember telling you that and maybe it's nice for you to tell that story about how you went how you actually manifested it because I think our listeners and their viewers are really interested in the how right um, but that he also helped couples get pregnant because you can literally manifest anything that you want I mean you could take it as far as as healing I mean we've seen it in the program healing diseases healing um, uh, uh, getting pregnant like the craziest things can happen as long as you believe that it can go that far right so tell us Tremaine how did that how did you manifest what are the things that you did that actually helped you manifest or just anybody listening or looking that once manifest a baby what what would you say would be some tips that you used yourself Tips that I've used is that write in the goal and then mm-hmm. rewrite in it so that it's very specific. Mm-hmm. And then using the smart method. So it's a specific, specific, measurable, attainable, you know, go through that process because you don't want to say, I'd like X and mm-hmm. want it in the next five years or in the next 10 years, but that don't have smaller steps. Mm-hmm. that would lead up to that. So I think the very first thing that really started this whole change was when you said, be more specific with the goal. So writing that down and believing in it, not just saying, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to be specific, but writing the goal down and actually believing that this could happen within nine months. Cause this, we started this journey in January. So the time frame was like, okay, well, you got nine months to get pregnant, <laughs> you know? whether you believe it or not, this is your time frame. And instead of doubting yourself, just believe that the goals and the time frame I put together can and will happen. Yeah. And once that is established, it's then thinking about the smaller steps that you need to take in order to achieve it. So other things that were on my list from goals was connecting more with my partner in my relationship. And that leads to a successful pregnancy as well. So I had to take the step to figure out what is my inner child need? What is my ego telling me? What is my imposter syndrome? Like how are these things impacting the decisions that I make and how that impacts my husband or my partner or the people surrounding me? Because if I'm not in a healthy Mm. space, it makes my goals achieving harder Mm. so the next step it was to work on that goal was work on that relationship and that included a lot of things that included being triggered 
<laughs> and then spits in with it and said, all right, I feel triggered right now. This is why, like sit with it first and then try to figure out why it happened and what are the next steps that yeah. needs to take to, to help like resolve that. Yeah. And then the other thing too, that I think was like very important is having your tribe, you know, knowing who you could connect with and help, help you regulate your system. Cause two months later, you'll be like, oh crap, this isn't happening. What am I doing wrong? But then if you have your core group of individuals or your coach or your mentor to go to, like that really helps ground things and set you back up and say, all right, this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. But in terms of my steps and manifesting is writing the goals, being specific with those goals, looking at the short-term goals you need to accomplish to set you up for success for those other goals, finding your tribe or your coach or your mentor that could help and support you and hold you accountable mm -hmm. for everything. And you got to believe, you know, you're yeah. going to have naysayers around there or people are going to accomplish things faster than you, but you've got to believe that you're going to do it in your time and in your process. And sure enough, those things worked with, for me. I would love to underline what you just said. Such a beautiful sentence that you said, it doesn't matter if other people are accomplishing it or going faster than you, you have to believe that it's possible for you. Because inside the Kura Manifestation program, I teach you about timing, right? Universal timing. Mm -hmm. And you can write down your goals. Like, I want to be pregnant by the end of, of this year. But if it wasn't written in you, there's another way that you have to go about it. And luckily, in your, in your case, the universe was, yeah, sure. I don't see why not. So here you go, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but it can, it can also happen that it doesn't happen when you formulate it in a certain specific way. So I always say, like, uh, mm -hmm. I choose to do, like, Sometimes I put times to goals and sometimes I put like in divine timing um, because mm -hmm. if I notice that it, it triggers me too much to put a time on it, then I will not put the time and I would just say in divine timing. I would love to go back. You were saying that basically you manifested this by doing the inner work, right? Working with your ego, your inner child and uh, doing all of that inner work. How would you say that the program supported you in, in this particular part of manifesting? I've always felt that I need to connect more with my inner self and what exactly that meant. I don't know. Well, at you that had, time, had I, no clue. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I just knew whenever I want to do something, there was this voice in my head that goes, no, you shouldn't do it. You're not qualified enough. People are going to say that you're not ready to do this. You know, all of these judgmental questions run through my head. And it's like, I don't know what to do with all of this all of the time. And going through the program, I was able to like identify and be like, this is my inner voice. And once like that's identified, it's like, how can you tell your inner voice to take the back seat? and things you know we do like a visualization and it's like you know you park your inner voice <laughs> in the parking lot so you could go in this journey or if we're we're on the plane and we're the pilot like we're directing things through the program I learned the tips and tools to say hey inner voice I see you I acknowledge you but you need to take the back seat because I need to work on this for me and then mm -hmm. I could go to the next step. And 
I was also nervous and how, you know, how do you talk to your inner voice? Like, am I going to sound crazy? What are people going to think? And we were in a safe space within the Cooter Moon Manifestation Program and where if you can hear your inner voice, you know, you connect with it. And if you can't, you know, Danny, you showed us and you told us different steps into how to connect. You know, oftentimes mm. we like to go, but why? And we explain mm. things and you're like, no, 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 no. Not the why. We're not focused on that now. Put it aside and then let's move forward with things. So mm. that definitely helped. And now I have names, you know, for my inner child. So when things come up and I'm like, Indy, I hear you. I got you. We're going to do this and we're going to be happy. And I'm like, yes, I'm happy. My inner child is happy. Like there is a name associated with things. I feel a lot better. So the program definitely helped identify these inner parts, put a name to it and shows you and tells you how to say, take a moment. I'm in control right now. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. What you're saying about being able to to navigate that inner world and for it not to get in the way of your manifestation goals and basically also healing parts because I know that you also did a lot of healing, like deep healing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And what, I mean, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, there were... There were parts of me and specifically my inner child and where she felt heard, but not like validated, you know, Mm -hmm. she's seen, but not validated. And then we went through in one of our coaching sessions, different things that would help her feel seen and validated. And we came up with simple steps. And let me tell you, it's not the grandest of things that needs to be done. It is as simple as making a marshmallow bar at a campfire it is as simple as going on the monkey swings and just doing those little things would help you feel relieved and relaxed well for me personally so that I could accomplish different things and through our coaching session we identified you know what are those things that I personally need to do to release my fear and Mm. be free and validated and let me tell you, I didn't do it immediately. <laughs> no. transparency. I did not do it immediately. I found all sorts of excuses not to go to the playground, not to have s'mores at the campfire. But in within me, I knew I needed to do that. So subconsciously, my inner child, Indy, was like, hey, don't forget you got to do this. Don't forget we want to do this. And then guilt started to creep in. And I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh, I need to do this. And instead of using the guilt to feel depressed or sad because I'm not living my true life, I use that guilt to drive me to actually do things. Couldn't find a playground, but I went to the gym and there was a monkey bar set in the gym and I'm here working out and I'm like, oh, I cannot, I'm not young anymore. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to go to the next one. But I was like, you know what? It's, it is the fun. I'm looking around. Other people are looking at me and I'm like, hey, my inner child is having fun. I am making it to three marks and fall in, but it is, it is okay. So those little things is what I needed to do to make my inner self feel seen and validated. 
so that I can work through my fear of not speaking up in fear of people not taking me seriously. Wow, because that was a big one for you that people that you felt like people didn't take you seriously. And I navigated that internal, those internal voices and basically working with your inner child, like making s'mores and doing only monkey bars. It, it's a lot, it's like, it literally takes like three seconds, right? And then your inner child is like, hey, I'm, I'm good. But why do you think this is important? I know, obviously, you did the program, so I could also say, but I want you to tell the, the, the listeners, why do you think that this is important? for manifesting, to, for you to be able to navigate your internal parts? This might be an, a tricky exam question, like after the program. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So tell us, Truman. <sighs> All right, absolutely no pressure, but a little bit of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's important because using your exam question, you know, is that you could go in and you have a multiple choice question and it's A, B, C, or D, and you studied and you memorized the answer, it's A. So let's say the question is, man, to manifest, what do you need? And the option is faith slash belief, money, friends, and you know the answer is that, you know, A, you need to believe. But then if the question was to change into a problem solving question or open-ended question, you can't just say faith or believe. You really have to look into what does that mean? What does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to believe? And how does those things relate to me and my inner life and where I am or what my value and beliefs are? So for me, just thinking back on the entire program, like manifesting is just not saying, hey, I believe this could happen or I'm going through this program because I want this to change. It's really taking the moment to think, what really can I do and what does this mean to me and how can I put it into practice without having to change my entire life all over? Yeah. So it's making it, what I understand is manifesting your goals, making it easy to manifest. It's taking away all the big things that we think that, oh, I want to become a chef and I need to go to culinary school and blah, 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 blah. And all of these things that we create and just keeping it so simple, so easy that things just, you know, naturally come to you. Correct? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. You answered it so, so well. If we could go to, for you to give the listeners, like, what are the three main lessons that you got out of the program? If I must say, and I must choose three lessons I've learned is one, be comfortable sitting with it. Hmm. Whatever comes up, whatever emotion, good, bad, you know, or as we would say, positive or negative, because it's not good or bad emotions or the positive or negative ones, just sit with it and see what that brings with you and then action upon things after. And it definitely helps me a lot with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing I would say is believing in yourself and the tools and the tips to believe in yourself. You know, that's, that's like another thing I learned in, from the entire program. 
And the third thing, which people say quite often, but sometimes it's hard to believe, is finding your tribe. Wow. You know, finding the people you can connect with. And mm -hmm. for me, that was what the, one of the things the program brought to me is oh, my tribe. I, I know I'm, ha I'm having a crappy day. I know who I could reach out to, judgment-free. And there would just be, hey, I got you. Not necessarily wow. providing feedback or coaching. They're just saying, hey, I got you. I feel you. I validate with you. I understand. And mm -hmm. like that is, that's what's needed. So those would be, those would be my three things. Wow. So beautiful. Because I know that a lot of people are hesitant when entering group coaching, when healing is involved, trauma is involved, you know, you want to, you have to look at your shadow parts. And what would you say to those people that are like hesitant? Oh, but I want one-on-one. Obviously, one-on-one is a, has a different impact on, 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 on the process. But such a group group thing, what would you say to people that are hesitant to, to joining because of it's a group coach, coaching program? I would say to individuals who are hesitant to speak up during coaching, group coaching sessions, especially in the structure of your program, is that it's almost anonymous you know you know who's on the other line you could see their faces you know a little bit of their story but it's still somewhat anonymous and you could share your story and if you're really if you're really shy or timid about things the chances of you seeing the other person that was on the line is like very slim unless there's a group session in live and you choose to go to but like that should help reduce some of that inner fear there in where you may not meet the other individuals that are there on the call, but you're still, you still feel connected with them because they're sharing their stories mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And then another thing, if you're hesitant for the group sessions is that maybe you don't have to share your story the first time, but by listening to someone else's story, and hearing how they're going through the coaching process, you could have that aha moment in where you like, crap, this is happening to me. This is a trigger that I have that I just didn't even realize or you knew, but couldn't put it into words and this other person did. So having those group sessions, you're able to get your thoughts that you couldn't put into words, actually put into words so you know how to address that. So anyone who's hesitant know that you may not see the person again, it's anonymous, and you can learn from each other's story. Yeah, and for what, I, for what I hear you say is that having the community was like one of your biggest lessons, having people to go to, people that understand you, no judgment, and the way I structured the program, that was one of your, your biggest takeaways. So that to me is already like, that's such an important part of healing because when you're going in that process of changing, like everything feels unsafe, at least your relationships are like, ah, who am I? And what, what is everybody? But in the safe container, everybody is going through the similar processes. Mm -hmm. and, and then you can, you can find each other there. And that creates like this special bond that I, I definitely felt as well. And even though I was the coach and it was a different role, I definitely felt that as well to this day. I mean, I'm like all of your biggest supporter and I still follow you and talk all of you because I'm like, yay, you guys are doing so, so, so amazing. Uh, thank you so much for, for 
underlining the importance of the community and and of having that tribe feeling when you're healing and when you're learning to manifest. Mm-hmm. So apart from that, I remember that one time you told me when I asked you on the voice note, like, how did you do it? You told me some things that you did that you were thinking you, you were walking around because I always say you have to embody, right? And manifesting is about embodying uh, what it is that you want to achieve. So tell us about how you embodied be, being a mother, right? In your, in your manifestation process. How I embodied it would have to start with visualization. So actually seeing myself as a mom, I have very lucid, active, vivid dreams and where I manipulate my dreams and I take different course corrects in my dreams. So for me, one of the things was visualizing being a mom, like what would that a day in the life of a mom? What am I going through? Like I'm working nine to five. How do I manage that and the child? And that could be like stressful. It's like, oh my gosh, how do I do it? But then I focused more on the wins, the positive, that bonding and that that connection I would have with the little one and walking around the streets, you know, just going for a stroll. And then you see families and you're like, oh, they're so cute. And you go, that will be me soon. So speak it into existence. I feel like that will be me soon. You're like, oh, you see a one-month-old or a two-month-old, and you're like, oh my gosh, your daughter, your son is so cute. And you're like, that's what I'm going to be doing. This is the strollers I'm going to need. These are the clothes that I'm going to see. So just visualizing and saying it that this is what I foresee happening. It's like one of the things that I've done for the specific goal of being a mom and then speaking with others. You know, sometimes you say you don't want to share your goals or your mm-hmm. story with people, but if you have those individuals you could trust, you can share it with them. And it's like their excitement for you also keeps you excited for what's to come mm-hmm. and you feed off of each other's energy. And I, I really like that support that I got. Yeah. From Oh, that is so cute. There we go again with that community feeling. I love it that it resonated so much with you. And you were talking about uh, one day about the changing tables. Can you tell us that story? The changing table? Yeah, of the restaurant. Remember, you you told me that story before that you were visualizing in a restaurant. Oh, I remember everything. That's the thing. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my. Oh, I'm having all of the feels right now. <laughs> yes, the changing table. We went out, I believe it was around COVID time, and we we went to the restaurant and then we went and I had to use the bathroom and oh gosh. Wow. What, what's happening now? Tell us about that. What's happening inside of you now that I unlocked this apparently? <laughs> Tell us what's happening. It's like an amazing memory I forgot. It was very deep down and you just was like, hey, don't forget this. And I'm just thinking about it and just like the details have escaped me. But the feeling of that story I remember crying in the bathroom after telling you that story. Oh, that, oh, wow. 
I wow. think everybody can sense, can feel your feeling right now. <sighs> Let me tell you, it's it's when you manifest and you believe in things and you forget about things you manifest or believe in, and then you go random places <laughs> like a restaurant bathroom and you see things that triggers or reminds you of the goals you manifest and oh my gosh I felt so happy seeing the changing table in the bathroom and but what, 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 what happened with that changing table what, what, what was your plan with that changing table because I know people don't really know what 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 was the idea behind the changing table story honestly I am I wish I could remember the exact details. I I really wish I can. Maybe you could help fill in and help yeah. jog back my yeah. memory. But so yeah, yeah, you have your pregnancy brain. So I remember you telling me the story that you went to this restaurant and you were looking for the changing tables. And every time you go in a restaurant, you would look if they yeah. have like the, the rampage for you to put the stroller on, yeah. like, like ride the stroller up if they had like, tables where it would be easy yeah. to eat with a baby um and that's the embodiment part right and then you went to the, the toilet and you were looking for a changing table and then first you didn't find it and then all of a sudden you found the changing table oh okay so when I come to this restaurant I can change my baby here and imagine yeah. and I can only imagine people thinking like back then you weren't pregnant this is you just manifest and embodying you being a mom and already doing all of these things and I think that's why you you remember uh, maybe not in your in your cognitive brain, but in your energy. And I know I felt it that you remember this this special moment from that restaurant. And then apparently you started crying. <laughs> yes. Yep. You are absolutely right. It's <sighs> yeah. That's exactly yeah how it happened. Going places, seeing it, and you know it's when you find that back. You find that bathroom that has everything you're looking for. <laughs> you bring that in tears. Oh gosh. And it's close to the house too. So that was like another benefit. <laughs> good service, good food, close to the house. And it has everything you need for being a mom. Yeah, that's, it was a journey. And oh my gosh, I, I have all the feels right now. <laughs> Oh, that is so cool. So I have two questions uh, for now. I always say that, um, you know, this journey for the manifestation program is a journey from your head to your heart. And, you know, all of you are high achievers. You know, we, not, we want that rational part. We want to know how things work. Apart from believing and working a lot of your energetic, like, how do you think that program gave you those 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 tools as well like can you tell us a little bit about that mm -hmm. I sure can from the rational side I needed mm -hmm. to put words behind the meaning of things and I needed the explanation mm -hmm. as to why am I doing what you're recommending me to do because that's just how my why mind. are you going into the toilet into the toilet thinking about changing tables right yes <laughs> like what does this mean and not just like the high level things of it means manifesting or it means having faith but the 
deeper meaning behind things. So not just manifesting or having faith, but what does it mean to do that for yourself mm. and what's happening to your body? And in your sessions, you talked about like the nervous system and regulating that. And, you know, because you're familiar with the nervous system through primary school and high school, when talking about faith, believing and taking action, I'm now thinking, okay, how does this connect to my body? And when you say, where are you feeling hmm. things? You know, is it your throat, your heart, your stomach? I know why you're asking these questions and this is because of the way energy moves and it flows through the body. So having that understanding of movement and the nervous system and how everything is intertwined together when has saying have faith or manifest and believe it's like oh okay these this is not just it but this is how it impacts the body as well and I needed that I I actually ordered some books and was like doing my own googling and research and be like nervous system and regulating that and what does this all mean and the moon and the energy and what does that mean is this something new something we've been doing for thousands of years you know just research books following other individuals listening to your coaching sessions and doing your assignments that goes through things like all of that help the rational side of me say, yes, this is what's happening and connect it with the other process as well. Yeah. And obviously the, the program gave you those, those little tools and nuggets of wisdom for you to start your own journey in that sense as well, right? To connect both the rational and the spiritual side, because that's what manifesting is about. So I'm really happy that you share with us that you also put in a lot of the work and effort yourself to do the assignments, watch the videos. You even bought books that, you know, I also advise you guys a certain amount of books, but you also went and um, got your own knowledge and dug deeper, right? Because I mean, I could do a whole, I know Max and Kip has a whole program only on the nervous system. Um, So just me taking out those, those puzzle pieces and piecing these puzzles together to create this program that encompasses as much as I, I, as much as we need to put for you to know what is it that you need to manifest and giving it to you and you going and doing it, putting in the work and then manifesting a freaking pregnancy. I mean, mind blown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cool. Uh, so cool. I have, um, what, what do you think, what makes this program unique? Wow, that is, what makes it unique, I would say for me and based on my experience is that you're transparent. Mm. You may not necessarily be going through the same thing we're going through. Sometimes you could relate because of your experience, but you're very transparent in your journey and how the tips and tricks and tools that you tell us, how you're using them as well. And I like that sort of transparency and where you're not saying, hey, these are five things you need to do. Go do it and come back to me. You're saying, hey, these are five things that we're going to do together. And we're going to be on this journey together. Like you are 
and you were our co-pilot throughout the process. And I really like that. And let's say we didn't have the group community, you know, and it was just a one-on-one -on -one session and still knowing that I have a co-pilot with me. I am not alone. I have the support. I have the accountability system. Like that was, that is a win. And I think that's what makes one of the things about your programs unique, mm -hmm. the transparency and having that co-pilot with you. And then the programs, you know, you put your heart and soul into it and you could tell, you know, you read the pages and you're like, I wonder what she was doing when she typed this. You know, you could tell that you put your heart and soul throughout the programs, the activities that you set up. And then if there's any questions, we could always reach out to you or if there's feedback and how things could be more impactful or things you really like, you're open to feedback and you actually act upon it. You know, you mm. buy a course and they send it to you and it's like, oh, hey, do this course and you're connected with yourself. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not like, what's the next step? You offer that, you offer the feedback and the communication throughout mm. the process. And I liked that. And I think the third thing I would say is the community. For me, community and having that group of individuals to co-regulate and validate things that's needed. So maybe that's the first thing on my list for uniqueness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And for the people that are listening or looking, co-regulation is when you have something going on and you kind of need the, the other people to feel, you know, that warmth and that you're not alone in this. And just the mere fact that you are not alone is already calming your, your nervous system. We're talking into, into that, um, into that uh, mindset. So that is really nice what you're saying about uh, the uniqueness of the program because I am still creating it and you know the next launch is going to be a launch that is also going to be a better launch because I have a certain amount of people that are going to be let in and I'm going to work with those people to you know further grow the program and add new modules to that you guys have access to um, so learn more and more and more so as I grow you all of you that join the program now or in the future will grow with me I'm taking you all with me. This is a lifelong journey. This is not a one-time thing, right? I'm so happy yeah. that you said that. So I have a question regarding your surrounding. I know that, you know, when you did the program, you change a lot, like, like your whole outlook on life changes. How does your surrounding look at you in terms of that change? Full transparency. When I share videos about the moon ritual, I got some reactions from people in my circles, like, wait, what are you doing? There's a moon ritual. Are you a witch now? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you are going to experience or interact with individuals who don't really understand the program the yeah. process that you're in, but you just have to believe and trust that you're doing what you need to do for you and block out the naysayers that are happening. So for me, I still post things. I still share things because this is what's important to me. This is what's helping me through this process. And 
I don't want to hold my voice silent because there could be someone else that is looking for the same thing that this program offers. So I share whenever, whenever possible, whenever I can. And you could tell slowly but surely, you know, this has been like a five, six, seven months. It's been a long process since the beginning of the year. And where outside individuals are saying, wow, true, you're a lot more calm. You're a lot more reserved. And I was like, yeah, because sometimes you just need to let go. You know, things come mm. in, you sit with it, and then you just let it go and move on. And, you know, even when speaking with friends or family and they're sharing with me their stories, then I just validate their feelings and say, yes, you have every right to feel the way you're feeling now sit with it and then tomorrow we could think about next steps and move forward so some support from outside individuals some individuals are still confused as to what i'm doing but you just gotta trust the process and i know i have a community of individuals that believe in it so i'm like and that hey. understand and that understands you and went through yeah. the same process and you know i'm crazy i don't care and we're all crazy so but we're yeah. living the life so that's, yeah. that's perfect so mm -hmm. what you're basically saying is that your surrounding sees a, a more calmer a more a remain with more inner peace and they know what it wants and that can offer now because you know the tools and how to create that safe space for others as well so you're all also helping your surroundings by by leading by example, right? For everything that you've learned in the program, what I'm understanding that you're telling us now. Yep, you're absolutely correct. And if you remember in the beginning, I started by sharing that I felt like I lost my purpose. You mm. know, I was a calm, cool, collective individual. I was a supportive individual and always looking at the bright side of things, but through life, changes and trauma and stuff that had happened, you know, that got dulled out in me a bit. And this program really helped revive all of that. And, you know, through the steps, I'm able to not go back to my old self because I'm not my old self. I feel like I'm a better version of my old self because I have these tools and trips and there's going to be days in where I try stuff and it don't work, but just got to keep trying, just keep trying and keep believing. And the program helps with that consistency. Yeah. So what would you say if someone is hesitating to join the program? What would you say to them? There could be a lot of reasons why you are hesitant to join the program. I know for me, as excited as I was to go dive right into the program without knowing a lot of information about it, there was some hesitation because there was that financial aspect to it too. Like, oh, how am I going to pay for all of this? Is it worth it? You know, what I did not want to do was to compare the program with yeah. other programs to see what's offered or the price or go through what coach is better and all of that. What I really said to myself one day after sitting and meditating is, I, I love your vibe. I love your energy. I love your story, your share. You're transparent with your life process. And it's like, this is what I want and what I need in my life. 
So for me, the next steps regarding funding was not, oh no, I can't do this. I need to just give up. It was to think of realistic goals and steps that I need to take to make sure I can afford it. Whether it's shopping less, you know, during the month and reallocating those funds towards paying for the program, that is what I decided to do. And that was my commitment. So if you're hesitating, just think about why you want to do this program and what is the long-term benefit and the cost would outweigh that. And if you have like still hesitations regarding funding, you know, reach out to Danny or members of her team to get an understanding of like what possibly could be done or check out her videos on man money manifestation through money, you know, like what can you do from that aspect of things? And maybe then you could get an understanding of what could be done from a financial standpoint in order to participate in the program. Other yeah. hesitations that I had was, what are people gonna think about me? Because this started as a every two weeks moon ritual manifestation that then evolved into assignments and programs and group sessions. And like I shared earlier, when you share certain things, people in your community may not understand why you're doing it or what is the purpose or have their own idea of what you're doing. And I think you're joining a cult. <laughs> But that's for them, that's their opinion. But if you feel connected to the program and you really think it's gonna be beneficial to you, put the hesitation away based on people's opinion and trust your own and, tr and just go through the process. And knowing that there's a community out there of like-minded individuals, whew, like that is golden and that is the support that you need wow wow I, I i i'm speechless i have no questions left that last part was amazing do you have anything else that you would like to add before we wrap this this episode up i would say if there's like one last thing to say is we're all going through things in our lives, whether it's big, small, we all have goals we want to plan. We all experience some sort of trauma. And it's not easy to find a coach, a mentor, or group that you can connect with. But this group of individuals and Danny as a coach, you can connect with them, whatever your problem or whatever you're going through with, or You may not even have a problem. You just want to connect with people to keep your vibration up. Like this is a program to go with. You get a support community. You get tools and tricks. You get assignments that don't feel like homework because it's journaling and where you express your own selves. Like this has been an amazing journey so far. And I say, go for it. If you feel called, just dive right into it and trust the process. Results is not going to happen overnight and not because you follow Danny or you're part of the program, you'll have immediate results. You just also have to put in some work as well and believe yeah. in things. But 
you're going to love it. I love it. And if there's something you don't love, provide your feedback. Like how amazing it is to be able to reach out to your coach or mentor and be like, Hey, I like this. I didn't like this. Here's how can we make things better? Like that is pretty cool. Your voice is heard. You're validated. Mm. So go for it. Trust your instincts. Sign up. I mean, like, what do you got to (laughs) lose? Right. I mean, where are you going to be if in a year, if you don't sign up, right? What can you, what can you afford to lose? Yeah. You, you actually made me tear up a little bit. That's so amazing, true. And I'm speechless. Thank you so much. Um, like you just said, when we had a, a small break, that this is my first podcast episode with one of the, of the manifestation alumni. You're officially an alumni. Um, <laughs> that is crazy to think. <laughs> I know, right? It's so crazy. And you going through this podcast process also allowed you to reflect on how that whole process was and, and took you like a roller coaster, the same roller coaster that the program was. Like this podcast really resembled that. And I hope that any listeners of you watching that you feel inspired by Tremaine's story and by her experience and you know, do what feels in alignment for you. And I want to thank you, True, for sharing vulnerable stories and for just being honest uh, about everything. And um, I guess I'll see you next time. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Thank you so much, listeners, for staying tuned for everything. And thank you for being such an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that was it for today. Thank you for gifting me your time. I love connecting with you. So if you found this episode inspiring, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review and let me know that you listened by tagging me on Instagram at daniela.cura. This way, my message can reach more and more souls. If you don't want to miss any future episodes, click subscribe. It's time to create a life that sets your soul on fire. This is the Sex and the City Hippie Podcast. See you next time.